you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. We want to get to know you. And to do so, we need you to fill out a quick online survey. It won't take more than five minutes. And besides helping out the show, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $100 iTunes gift card. We know some of you may have already done surveys like this in the past, but we really need you to log in and fill this thing out as accurately as possible. Once we know more about you, the listeners, we'll be able to help deliver the show and sponsors you dream about. Finding sponsors who are a good fit means we get to give you deals and information on the brands you care about while keeping the show free to enjoy every week. And if you don't care about helping us and making the show better, do it for the chance to win the free iTunes or Amazon.com gift card, actually. Won't you? TheFriendZoneSurvey.com. Again, that's TheFriendZoneSurvey.com. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Start shaving smarter and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Valentine's Day is coming up, and if you're looking for something sleek and sexy, log on to GetBevel.com and get you one of these razors. Use code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Let's start the show. Uh, and it was all good just a week ago. Week ago. Just wanted to holler and speak, yo. Speak, yo. Got a couple of things that I'm thinking about. Thinking about. Really don't know what's coming out my mouth. Out your mouth. All I know is that it's time for us to talk about it. Uh-huh. Make no sense that we just argue and we walk about it. What's up? Walk about it, just leave about the dough. I can't take this shit no more. See you always calling and arguing on the phone. I really just wish that you would leave me alone. And but the sex is good, and you're right in my hood, and you're right around the way. And it ain't misunderstood that uh, we go together like a hamburger and a bun. I'm not the only one, and you know you ain't the only one that come around and down on me, baby. Get it make me crazy. See, I like what we got going on. You make me wanna talk, you make me wanna moan, and then it gets on bone, and then we all alone, and then we ain't neither one of us picking up the phone, and now we arguing, and we done got into it. Every other day it seems we going through it, we breaking up. I'm out the cut, I don't want no more of your mouth or your butt. Uh. That last line took me out. Vulgarity for you guys. So open up the show. So uh, welcome everybody to the friend zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the entire hell wants a musty brain? Word up. <laughs> you forgot to be like, 
Oh, I it? forgot the drum roll. Not me. See, oh, look. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> 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 nah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to See, the friend I, zone. I was going to try to do a little song in there. I couldn't get the song popping because you were saying something about singing. So I was like, okay, let me do a little singing undertone. Right. But I'm going to have a song for you by the end of the episode. Okay. You know, because it's time to get information. The outro. Oh, oh, oh. You know, speaking of giving them a song. Okay. Because we got to celebrate the fact that Beyonce gave us a song and a video. And we're she not, did. We're not going to take up too much of your time because, you know, like being being replied to with the same fucking thing over and over again. Y'all know that Beyonce is out here with the bomb-ass video. And we're not going to give you another dissertation on it. But we are here to discuss quite a few things. First of all, formation is the jam. Period. The where song were you is jamming. When formation happened, <clears throat> where you? In, where were you? Where were you? Right. What formation were you in when formation dropped? I, I don't know, but I know it gave me motivation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> formation is a great video. Beyonce looked great. Her daughter looked adorable when she did that little shoulder push. Um, Beyonce's dancing again. The choreo was great. The song, the video has a message, and the song is still fun and danceable. So I love it, and I'm getting my black ass in formation. Amen. That's it. <laughs> I mean it. You know, it's February, y'all. Now, this, if it's ever been a time to be black, this is it. That's right. You come to work late every motherfucking day in February if you want to. It don't matter. Okay? <laughs> it's that, it's just, it, you're black, you know? Eat all the, the, the watermelon and chicken and shit that you want in public with mm-hmm. no shame because it's okay this month. Okay. And you shouldn't be shamed anyway, because, you know, as black people, I feel like we really get, like, our nutrients and things from the chicken, the watermelon, mm-hmm. the Kool-Aid even. Like, Here you go. It's just something different mm-hmm. that's activated in us. <laughs> that Kool-Aid got to be made right, though. Oh, absolutely. It's levels. Absolutely. Which we'll get into. That's a, that's another conversation yeah, we'll have for to... another time. The point is, formation is a jam. Absolutely. Y'all need to get a white plastic chair and put it on your front porch <laughs> and comb your daughter's hair and blast formation <laughs> on the front porch. Just be black. Do Did hair like on the front it? porch. Oh, I loved formation. It got me. I literally stopped in the middle of the street where I was to watch the video on 125th, right outside of the gentrified uh, Whole Foods that they finna put up. Oh boy! Literally watching formation right there. Don't come find me. I'm not gonna say hi. To you. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna say hi. But yeah, I was just so shocked that I was given a song and a visual all at the same goddamn time, and then the Super Bowl performance, you know, the very next day, and then concert tickets, like, which I don't know if I'm going to be able to see you, Beyonce, but I'm praying very, very hard. I think I need to go buy a new stone, and we can talk about that, actually. What kind of stone do you think I should get to really make sure I get me a ticket during this pre-sale? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know All right, what stone that would be. <laughs> what did you think of Formation? Um, well, I was at my mom's birthday dinner when it came out, so I missed... The whole, you know, internet craze. I guess I missed the moment. Um, but then I got home and checked my tweets, and I saw a, a tweet that said, can't wait to hear what the read and friend zone say about formation. So I'm like, what is formation? I did not know what it was. So luckily the person had, that wrote the tweet did the, the hashtag formation, mm-hmm. so I just clicked it. The beauty of the internet. <laughs> Man, they did it under my Instagram photo. Right. They were like, you know the song is out, formation. I'm like, I know, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I clicked it, took me um, straight to all the tweets, so I was able to realize it was a Beyonce takeover yes. on the internet, and I watched it um, at the dinner. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I watched it at home, and um, I thought it was really good. I was excited just to see her. Um I thought it was interesting that she um, mixed, you know, her usual, I think, you know, when she gets into that ratchet space, but then she took the time out to 
talk about some real political shit, which I yeah. thought was a, a a risk for her, which I think a lot of people expect celebrities to jump in and speak for us, but they don't realize how hard that is for a lot of the time because they are part of the establishment you know that's their check that's who signs their check so it's hard for them to speak out a lot of times a lot of times they don't even know what to say Mm -hmm. you know they're human like the rest of us so i thought it was cool that she jumped on in there and was on top of the cop car but you know what i I do wonder for people that were katrina survivors if they felt triggered because i saw the think pieces i actually sent a think piece to dustin and asante (laughs) just because i was curious how they were going to feel just um, showing all the points that people took away from the video and how they felt about it. Everything from colorism to her saying Creole and uh, sitting on top of the car. Just so many different elements that I realized were really inflammatory for the internet. But mm-hmm. she did say that line about, what is it? Uh, Some about you're a bad bitch if you get the conversation. What is yeah, it? Yeah, you know you're you know you're that bitch when you cause all this conversation. So she knew what she was doing. You know, yeah. you got to give it to me- media, media manipulation. manipulation. We called it last yeah, week. Yeah. And I just think I just think people because I've seen all these dumbass think pieces too, and <laughs> and I some of them were stink pieces, and I just <laughs> feel like I, they were. And I, sometimes I don't give a damn. What makes you think we give a damn what you thought in the first place? I didn't even know you existed. That's why I didn't read. You're not writing for no major outlet this some just some shit you put on the internet right you know so anyway um i what is well, pick what do you want you want you want music with some substance you want some some artistry and with some themes and some some messaging or do you want you know uh the other shit that you just chant and dance to like what do you want you know right. they, they complain that music is dying and that that it's no more real artists out there anymore and then when we get something that's worth a damn then when we get something that's substantive, when we get something that makes you think, you know, then it's, oh, you did it wrong. Mm-hmm. It should have been like this. Or, oh, you didn't say this, so you're a horrible person. You know, right. fuck all that <clears throat> shit, man. Well, the beauty of it is that it inspired our topic for today, which is we're going to dissect this call-out culture that's on the Internet where people, you know, especially if you're a public figure, anything ranging from a musician to a YouTuber, when you say something that can be taken as inflammatory, whether it's, you know, against a marginalized community or whatever the case may be, there's a large range of how you can offend people on the Internet nowadays. Um, Call-out culture has been the thing now where everyone will say, this was wrong, you shouldn't have said this, you shouldn't have worn this, you shouldn't have, you know, whatever the storyline may be. But what I was asking the guys earlier is, is call-out culture productive? Because it's one thing to be corrected, which, you know, I think the hard part with that is who's to say that just because one, you know, a couple of people felt this way that that person needs to be corrected. Like, it gets very blurred as to what the correction is, who deems it, who warrants it. Um, but also, why is it that call-out culture turns into such a dragging of the person? And I noticed this um, last week when Beyonce came out with the video with uh, Coldplay, and there were people that felt it was cultural appropriation. There were others that didn't. But then I saw all these posts and think pieces that made me feel like, okay, regardless of if you felt that she did or not, 
you're getting so personal, <laughs> so right. heavy. Mm-hmm. So many harsh things were thrown about Beyonce. You know, pe- people bringing things that had nothing to do with the video, nothing to do with cultural appropriation. It made me wonder, do you just hate Beyonce? Is this just an opportunity to knock someone that may have made a mistake, may have not, depends on, you know, what side you see. And I was just wondering, when did call-out culture become such a dragging? And how does that how does that benefit us? You know, when it's almost like we've create we're enabling, <laughs> you know enabling people to just be cruel to each other. This really ties into for me, like from my understanding of call out culture, because I've been on Twitter, I feel like for a very long time. And just from what I've seen, I feel like social media and giving people like a space to include them as part of the conversation, it's just become such a thing now to call someone out. And not even just to put them in their place or, like, simply just correct them. It has to be something, like, really grand. Like, it can never just be like, hey, uh, you said my name wrong. It's like, oh, you said my name as if you came from the back ends of this and that. And, like, it's just this whole long, drawn-out thing. Yeah, and for whatever reason, I think that when you are given this space to talk, you start dissecting things on your own. And instead of, like, it being a free write in a journal, people take these 140 characters plus and just start going. Like, they start projecting. Because even in that piece that you sent, <clears throat> are we going to share a link to that or something? Or are we just not? I mean, we can. It's not even an important piece. But it's, I just thought it was a good... We don't even good, have to. But yeah, as, as far as that piece was concerned, what right. I did appreciate was that the writer even at one point said that this this may even be a personal trigger. Like, they identified that whatever they were projecting onto this artist may have been something that was just in their development. And it, it's like an environmental factor versus them blame it on other people and I think that people forget when you're calling someone out it should really just be a quick fix if it bothers you or affects you but if it's something where you're just really trying to grandstand which I feel like a lot of people that's what they do from what I've I've seen like it's just a lot of misinformation and a lot of bullshitting and it's never supposed to be as helpful as they try to make it seem when they're doing it Right, and how it turns into, like, a swarm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the part that gives me anxiety about it because I've seen it happen to a lot of my peers. Yeah, a lot of our peers. A lot of our peers are YouTubers, and it's hard when you may know that person on a personal level, and they may have said something wrong. It may have been a misstep, but we all have to remember people are evolving. If it was a tweet from 2009 or 2010, (laughs) and now it's 2016— even if it was, like, a crazy tweet, and I think it's important. Yeah, I get it. Some, some I've seen some tweets that you're just like, wow, girl, <laughs> why did you say that? I understand the need to correct someone, especially if they are representing certain communities. I get it. Call them out. I, you know, if you see me say something, I have no problem with someone being like, actually, friend, this was... I've had it happen where people were like, you know, this is yeah. wrong, or... But if you speak to me with respect, then I can take the information in with exactly. respect and actually learn something. And I think call-out culture, the whole point is for the person to understand what they did wrong, take it in, process it, and then correct it so that it doesn't happen again. But, but when you, but when sorry. you, no, it's totally cool. When you're being swarmed and attacked. And then people putting your address online or your personal business or, you know, who you dated and why you're a rat. And it's just like, whoa, okay, this no longer has anything to do with the topic at hand. Now it's it's like the desire to just swarm on this person and just pull them all the way down. And it's like, why does it turn into that? 
because people d have confused disagreeing with someone with someone making an error. People have confused that. It's, this is, we're talking about call-out culture, right? Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is if someone does something that needs to be called out, if they do something that was wrong that can be fixed or corrected like you said. But the problem is that this whole swarming and this groupthink shit where everybody jumps on this one person is never rooted in, well, I shouldn't say never. Most often it's not rooted in someone doing something incorrectly and them needing some information. Mm -hmm. Most often it's rooted in, well, you know what? I don't like the way you said that because you saying that means that you're not thinking about this group of people or that this is not that when they didn't even say that in the first damn place. Right. You just didn't like it or you just disagree with their, view, their or viewpoint. Or it's a trigger, like yeah. Asante said. Or, or yeah. it's a trigger, which again is personal and your business. You know, so why are you projecting that shit on me? And the problem is that they have abused this now. It's a beautiful thing when someone posts a picture of a screenshot of, of some, you know, executive that's not black, you know, um, texting, calling black people the N-word or something like that. Right. And we, as a family, drag their ass to the pits of hell on Twitter. Get them fired. And get them fired <laughs> and make it personal, mm -hmm. you know, and talk about shit that has nothing to do with the act, but they deserve it. And that's the difference. <laughs> those moments, those joyous moments, that's when it's cool. But people have abused that just like they do anything that feels good. And they do it too much when it's not warranted. Mm -hmm. And here we are today. Right. When we're dealing with what you're talking about. So right. And that's I think, my thing. Yeah, and I think that's the part that I struggle with because I obviously I think it's important for us to be able to learn from things that we mean. Like, especially, let's say, with the transgendered movement online I've learned so much from being online about the proper pronouns, you know, how to write things respectfully, what not to retweet, what to retweet. And it's been so eye opening. But I imagine if, you know, when I didn't know that, if I would have said something wrong, then being dragged, you know, that's just right. not conducive uh, to someone being able to correct themselves and learn things right, deeply enough right. to be able to share them properly, to be able to participate in conversations properly. So it's almost like an anxiety <laughs> that gets created. And even on our show and just with anything you do online, you kind of feel like you have to walk on eggshells because you don't you, you almost have to fragment your mind into mm -hmm. so many sections of like who not to offend, what not to say, don't say this, don't say that, you know, and then it almost makes you anxious to share because of that dragging culture that call out culture has it turned also into. makes you question yourself because it's like okay i'm not a bad person so i don't ever want to intentionally you know intentionally say abusive things to a group of people right, right. i don't want to do that and at the same time however i also feel like damn i'm human so i'm allowed to make a mistake i'm allowed to have an opinion so why am I automatically vilified for sharing an unpopular but secretly common, you know, opinion? Right. Mm -hmm. Does that make me a bad person? You know, I have opinions on things and it doesn't have anything to do with me valuing, you know, someone's life more or less or anything like that. It's and just opinions the way. that people may not agree with, yeah. like you yeah. said. And I have to keep them to myself because I don't want to be perceived as an asshole. Right. You know, or as just a, a crappy person who would do and say things that are going to be hurtful. Right. So it's just a really weird place that it puts you in when you are someone who produces things for people to, you know, consume on a huge level. Like, yeah. It, you have that responsibility, but is it fair sometimes right you know what i mean because people don't realize like the the burden you have almost 
as far as filtering goes. Because people see you as human, and they know that you talk about whatever you talk about when you're not doing the podcast, per se. But, like, you know, there are certain things that, you know, you can't say on the podcast. Right. Even though in any other circumstance, if you were sitting one-on-one with somebody listening, like, it would be cool, it'd be fun, or whatever. Right. But then sometimes you sit up here and you say some shit, and then, like, people, like, will swarm you and correct you. And it's like, well, fuck. You know, I don't use proper English when I'm not at school, so why the fuck am I being, like, you know, vilified, as Dustin said? And that's when it makes it hard, like, as a creative, to just filter what you're doing for whom. Like, I can be at home and not, even when we were doing the ads earlier. (laughs) And I went from my presentational voice versus, you know, (laughs) me doing this right now. You know, I had to filter out who I wanted to be for what, or, you know, what I wanted to be for what, per se. Right. And it's like... Damn, actually, now that I said that, I feel like, you know, somebody might attack me for that. They might be like, oh, they're two Asantes, and does he disown his blackness <laughs> hey, when he feels like he real. has to, be to sell show. something? Right. <laughs> so it just becomes really, really hard, and it sucks almost, because you always want people to see you as, a as you know, whatever you want to put yourself on a platform, and then you never want them to forget that you're human, too. And they do a lot of the time. I said that because I'm not really human. <laughs> I'm on the same plan- planet as Young Thug and shit. So. And Missy. And Missy. <laughs> call well, Missy, man. <laughs> but what do you guys Missy think man. is the line? Like, what separates someone who just made an innocent mistake and, you know, clearly we're all evolving. Yeah. We're all turning into different people con- constantly. At least hopefully you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're learning. You're... you're um receiving different information that's making you speak about different things and especially on the internet you know we're all constantly overstimulated with information i was telling someone i feel like i've become more militant and (laughs) yes you know the internet will really shape your personality in a lot of ways so what's the line what separates someone that just made an innocent mistake and someone who is actually an asshole you You know know. you know you do know you can tell the tone the context you can just always tell when someone is, is having a discussion. But the dragons are the same. The dragons are the same and oftentimes worse when they shouldn't be, you know. Right, yeah. Um, but, but in general, you can tell. You know when someone has literally, well, if you're a rational person, you can tell. You know when somebody literally just didn't know any better, you know what I'm saying? And, they, and they're open to, to receiving the, the help or whatever. You know, you know what you can offer. Like, hey, well, you know, between me and you. As a matter of fact, I have a story for this. And this is totally unrelated, but it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> one of my really good friends, shout out to James. James, I love you. One of my best friends. He lives um, in Atlanta. He had come to New York. Him and another close friend of ours, what's up, Rick? They came to New York to visit me. And so we were on the train, and this guy was, there was plenty of open spaces. And this guy, he looked like he was kind of drunk or whatever. He came and sat directly next to my friend James. And so immediately, and you, if anybody knows me, then you know what my friends I like. So immediately I looked at James, and he kind of looked over his glasses at me. But Not the glasses. he turns, he turns, and there were a few other people on the train, but he turned to the guy whispered in his ear he told the guy come here for a minute kind of like motioned him you know over even though he was right next to him he motioned him for him to bring come close and he just whispered in his ear like hey it's a lot of open seats man i'm really uncomfortable would you mind you know moving to another seat that's what he said to him now mind you we didn't know i didn't know what james was whispering <laughs> to this motherfucker oh i just God. i'm like okay please don't let nothing jump off because we was like on our way home it was like four in the morning it was a bad time to go to jail so i didn't want no shit to go down but that's what he said 
And it was just a big moment for me because I was like, the delivery sometimes is all that it is That's to the key it. to like resolution. So Absolutely. Some, you, you know, get what I'm saying? You already know I'm going to co-sign So that. sometimes like all you have to do when someone makes a mistake, all you have to do is just offer it the correction a certain way. It doesn't always mean they're a piece of shit and they did it on purpose and, you know, get them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not always that. Sometimes you can just say, hey, bro. It's actually ABC, you know, just wanted you to know that's it. Right. And it's it's nerve wracking when you make a mistake already. Just, right. you know, just because who wants to make a mistake, especially mm-hmm. if it's on the Internet where it's going to get retweeted and screenshot like it's the worst feeling. So you're already on edge immediately as soon as you press send. <laughs> you're yep. like, fuck, you know, and then the swarm starts and the, your mentions and then gosh the memes if it, you know mm-hmm. if you, oh god that's scary but it's like imagine the anxiety and i think a lot of people who participate don't even realize what it would feel like if it were them until you start talking about they ass start <laughs> talking about them back right like you do on Hell your twitter yeah. <laughs> I, I, ref- I will never ever argue with anyone online for the rest of my days on this side of the earth. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I'm not doing it. Right. What I have chosen as an alternative, <laughs> since I love comedy, I like to laugh and I love making people laugh. I say, hey, this is the best. This is practice time. I'm shooting in the gym. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so every opportunity, every time they bring it my way, I just start cracking joke after joke after joke. And it's just funny. And it really takes that, honestly, like on a bigger picture, it takes that negative, that negative energy out right. and makes it so much more like tolerable and manageable. Right. As opposed to this argument and really feeling bad and shit. Just talk and about their mama. Pow- <laughs> That's all you got to do. And, just, and laugh and laugh is the medicine for the soul. <laughs> Amen. Get on them kids. Talk about their daughter hair and shit. You know what I'm saying? Get on them <laughs> kids. Get them. Like, just look, make it a joke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get them for me. Go ahead. But I think the next time, um, you know, you the next I think the best thing to say, at least from my perspective, I can only speak for myself. But the next time you see someone say something inappropriate and you feel like you really have to say something, put yourself in their shoes and speak to them the way that, you know, you would receive the information. Absolutely. That's Mm -hmm. the that's the biggest advice I could give, you know, because I think this dragging culture is it's really the fun of it a lot of people just have fun doing it they love being part of the mob mentality and that swarm but just imagine imagine if that was you imagine if you looked at your phone and you had ten thousand mentions of people telling you to go kill yourself you know what i mean (laughs) like come on and i was actually watching uh, I don't know if you guys have seen on Netflix, Chelsea Handler has, yeah. like, a new series. Yeah, yeah. everybody's I, been talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and it was so shocking because never in a million years did I think that it would be a social commentary because she's so silly. Mm-hmm. So I saw it, and honestly, I used to watch her late-night show, but I thought her little Mexican chewy sidekick kind of turned me <laughs> off after a while. I don't mm-hmm. know, I just thought something about it was just <laughs> not... It was, like, it was so, like a pet. Right. Yeah. It was just so wrong to me that after a while, I was like, I can't support this show and honestly i stopped watching it so when i saw the banner for her new series on netflix just being honest i didn't click it but a friend of mine was like no no no, no, you don't understand i think she like must be using crystals and shit now because she's like has a whole new emotional intelligence unless she's always been that way and was just you know selling her ridiculousness on tv boundaries right but now she maybe she's getting older she's feeling that need to 
make more of a statement with her platform. And right. so I was like, hmm, you know me, I'm going to go for the cause. Right. So I clicked it. Shout out to the INFJs. So I <laughs> <laughs> Wait, side note, y'all killed my mentions, and I love how we turned everything into a squad. <laughs> Everybody was oh like, where, where, the, where the ENTPs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I love y'all so much. But, um, yeah, so I was like, let me click it and see if it's something that, you know, resonates with me. And it actually was really, really good. She actually did a section about the Internet, and they were talking about a lady. Do you guys remember the lady that tweeted one day? Something about she was going to Africa. She hoped she didn't get AIDS. Yes, yes. You remember I that? Remember. Oh that my God! Was it Jolie? What was her name? I don't remember, but I, remember, I honestly don't remember. But I, I remember, remember it being all of that. Bad. I remember yeah. being online. Yeah. and she lost her job. She lost. I got mad right now. And then she and then they were trying to show pictures of her in the airport. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. So they were talking. They were talking about how that ruined her life. She lost her job. No one wanted to date her. Her friends backed off. And it literally gave a view of the impact of it. And the thing is, she was a comedian, not not justifying, obviously. But they're saying that it was a it was like a routine thing for her. So for it to have backfired so deeply that it ruined her life. They said she was in seclusion. She couldn't leave her house, couldn't travel. Like it was bad. And I was like, wow, you know, I didn't think of how deep the impact goes of being dragged and all these memes and not saying I felt bad for her because I feel like girl you put yourself out there that was a really crazy thing to say but I started thinking the impact like how how far like how far are we taking these draggings that are someone's entire 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 life is destroyed. That's why you just whooped their ass instead. <laughs> Let's take it back old school. Ain't nobody got time to be ruining your life. I'm a beach ass. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. But and do you think straight. it's taking it too far that people's lives are destroyed? I think yep. she deserved that, no, but I, w- I don't think that. I think that that was excessive. I think, but I, but I still like being just feel fired like, yeah, like that's just too much. But she deserved something a bad spanking. to happen. Literally, I mm-hmm. will say that that is very excessive. Like as someone that has been on the internet a very long time, and has been on both sides. Like li- literally, like I have been part of some fuck shit. Like going in on some people. Me too, because I got her. Did you get her too? Who <laughs> the that lady? lady? Yeah. Yes, I, I remember that vividly. You remember I, I remember that? being part. We of was that. in there. Yeah, I was. Par- I was part See, of that I, club. Oh baby. <laughs> Cause you know I felt like she. Oh baby, we went up that night. <laughs> I remember that. I remember a bunch of shit. And you know what? I also remember being on the other side of it when some shit happened to me. Like I'm not gonna talk about it this episode, but right. people have known me from the K Michelle shit. Like when K Michelle cursed me out, and it was just mentions full of mentions. Of, I did not realize she had so many fans. And what did that feel like? Uh, I stopped being affected by the internet for a very long time. It only started to suck when people, like, from fucking school were talking about it on Facebook, like, in a group. I was like, are y'all really talking about me right now? But I'm not going to say why, uh, Mm. because that'd be really petty. And I'm leaving (laughs) petty behind at 15. Uh, (laughs) But it was just really crazy that people who didn't know her or... It would have been different if it was, like, Celine Dion or somebody. You know what I'm saying? But it was, like, (laughs) Kate Michelle. And people were, like, saying all sorts of shit, like, heal yourself. Um, You deserved it. I'll beat your ass if I see you. And, like, because I'm me and I was just really looking at my phone, like, I don't care about any of y'all. Like, it really didn't. Because there's no reason for these people to actually threaten you. It was just that mob mentality of, okay, Michelle went hard at somebody, so I got to follow suit. And it was just... 
kind of funny to see that on that end. And think about all the times I'd seen some shit go down, but it was shit like kind of, you know, Dustin said for that lady, you know, she deserved something bad. When you feel like somebody deserves something bad, for whatever reason, you just go into this overdrive. Like, you don't even say when enough is enough because it's not going in your mind. You're not thinking you're killing somebody. You're thinking it's the Internet. But when right. you see and how, but they don't realize how deep they don't see how their how actions can tangibly affect someone. Right. Like if I was the type of person that could have gone in a fucking seclusion and shit like, you know, I guess I would have. But I got to go to work in the morning. So right. I, I personally can't let shit like that affect me. But if I, you know, didn't if I wasn't so built up from the Internet before, I'm sure that could have played out a completely different way. Right. Just from some motherfuckers being mob on the internet. And what do y'all think when I know y'all have seen when uh, young a lot of young kids will say racist things and then people oh go God. to hit their school up and get their scholarships snatched or their uh, prospective colleges and all that snatch. You think that that's taken it too far? Or they deserve that. Like those young girls that had the T-shirts mm-hmm. that spelled out the N-word and mm-hmm. apparently the internet swarmed and got like all their college like scholarships snatched. You know, I think that youth and adolescence and just that time period in your life is really about learning. And I think that the responsibility that we have as people who are adults already is to teach them and offer them what we know. And so I think that them getting their scholarships removed and colleges gone and keys taken away and privileges gone and grounded and ass beat and tires flat and face slapped and hair pulled, (laughs) I think that it's a good lesson. And so I think that it's our responsibility to teach that lesson to those people. I think it's good training for how the world world works. You can't do things like that. I hear Mm -hmm. that. And so, Mm -hmm. fuck your college, dog. (laughs) You ain't going. Figure it out. And I guess it's a good way to show the severity, too, of of speaking that way. Damn right. You know, of treating people that way, of thinking that that's okay to share. You know, everyone has their prejudices and their private thoughts, but thinking that you can put that out there in a way that is going to disrespect that group of people, I guess in that sense, I can understand that there needs to be a spanking, but I guess I just get anxious about, okay, so now they were spanked, they lost all of this, but did, do you think they learned anything? No, but they felt bad. They was mad. I just want them to be mad. See, I just but want them to hear? learn yeah, something. Yeah, I want them to learn too, but I want them to be mad, though. <laughs> I want something bad to happen. They I didn't want even people care. to learn. Them girls was like, it, you know, only he was supposed to find out or something. They, The only lesson that they learned was like, we got to learn we how got to keep caught. our secrets. Better. We got caught. Right. right. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what most people feel. Even their parents. More, I'm sorry I got caught. Even their parents. They was probably like, you know, you don't speak like that outside where people can hear you. Right. And see, I'm joking, but I totally, seriously, like, I think that it was a, a warranted punishment for those girls. For the school. For because girls, for you absolutely. to be so bold, and mind you, we're talking about people who have been educated currently, present day. You know the, you know the complete, spec, the, you know the, the entirety of what racism is. You know why it is, you know how it was, you know what it is now. And for you to make a choice as to put something like that on a t-shirt and be photographed. With smiles on your face, you know knowing how that word makes people with feel. Every, with like, everything going on today, you, to too. Just so, mm-hmm. bur- so brazenly just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah, they deserve that. And I mean that. Like right. That's not even a joke. They deserve more than that, actually. They deserve hands. <laughs> so or, so Shaniqua or, or, or Kanaka or whoever the girls like, is, that do hair and shit at that high school fuck them girls up 
Get him. Imagine she listening right now, cracking her knuckles like, right. already? Dustin, Get him. Like, Dustin gave us the green no. light. Uh-uh, see? But on a petty note, if you don't want to get... <laughs> he said on a petty note, like, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, right, oh, gets... that's, that's standard. But on a petty note, if you really want to get them, sleep with their boyfriends. <laughs> Oh my that's God. what you do. <laughs> Sleep with their boyfriends and their brothers. That's what you do. <laughs> oh and that's how, that's how you get them and their mamas back. Go ahead. Because <laughs> their mama trifling ass the one who taught it to them in the first place. That's how they knew to put that shit on the shirt. <laughs> See. Get them. Get them. Oh, but you know what? Just to go back, you know, real, real quick. Well, get the daddy too? What do you, what's his? No, no, <laughs> oh, I'm done with shit. that. <laughs> um, shout out to shit. whomever put out the narrative, you know, Olivia Pope in about celebrating both of our black women and supporting Rihanna and Beyonce. Yes. I like who whoever did that. Cause Wait, it's what's so, that? I didn't catch so, that. So, you know, there was a meme out with, with both of them side by side, and it's like, take this time to celebrate both our, you know, black women. And they, oh, nice. And I think it's dope. It's so easy for people to be like, oh, well, I, I actually partook, participated, and I'm not innocent. And I was like, oh, Rihanna done waited and Beyonce back. Like, damn, what oh, you gonna do? No. But I bought, Yo, I hate that shit. But, but I bought Rihanna's album and I'm buying Beyonce's album. Like, I will always support and never compare. Like, I'm that guy. Yeah. But, you know, I know that people are like that and it's not fickle or anything. We just have short attention spans. So, you know what I thought was cool though? What? When I went to Beyonce.com, yes, I did. And yes. I clicked on the link for her single, it took you back to Title, which I didn't sign up for. But no. I thought it was cute that. Rihanna was Her still up there, was still yes. there yep. and I thought that that said so much. Yep, yep. You know that it wasn't taken down, it wasn't separated. It was like, this is how dope we are. You get both of us, and you know, in a matter of a week. I hope they continue to do that. I really like the message. I like the energy. Because I really do once, like Rihanna's album. For once, somebody wanted to do something cool or good natured, well intentioned. Yeah, you know? and I thought that was people really are cool. so quick to be messy and and just try to laugh at someone or poke fun. And I've mentioned on my Twitter earlier today that I was going to talk about this on the show. That what I was going to have a rant about, <laughs> probably a vulgar rant too, but I'll be good <laughs> on the show, <laughs> was uh, just the fact that, like, okay, so here's what happened. Somebody tweeted me um, a 30-second clip of Fantasia performing, and she was in D.C., and so she was performing a song to a D.C. go-go beat. And so she t- t- put the mic down and she started dancing. And, yeah, she was barefoot or whatever, but she was dancing her ass off, and she was, like, really in the middle of, like, a, a great performance. Mm-hmm. So That's I guess they thought so. Shoes. So somebody captioned it. Yeah, some flat foot saying it. Mm. Somebody had captioned the original video. Um, Fantasia has dethroned Mary J. Blige, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody laughs at how Mary dances. So mm-hmm. apparently they were laughing at how Fantasia danced. So somebody tweeted it to me because they know that I love Mary J. Blige. You know, so they Why probably I don't know if they in. wanted me to go off or if they thought I was going to start laughing at Fantasia too. But what tripped me out was when I watched the clip. It was great. Like, Fantasia was, she's a phenomenal performer. And she was really into it. And the fact that she was in D.C., you know, honoring their go-go music culture. And it was just dope as fuck. And Fantasia was doing a great job. And so I just thought, like, why are people so quick, so, 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 you know, just chomping at the bit to be negative and messy and, you know, start some shit. Right. Instead of just being entertained. Like, y'all so ready to laugh at this shit and make another joke about somebody dancing that you're missing out on like a dope ass performance hmm. yeah and so you're, you're missing out on being it's entertained good to know that she's happy yeah like what the fuck I, i'm the first i'm the 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 you bce mm-hmm. one to laugh at something <laughs> or somebody you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying I, I think there's humor in everything but 
sometimes you'll end up you'll fuck around and miss out on being entertained or something that's good for you. If you're always looking for the you're joke. You're just looking for a joke or mm-hmm. looking for a chance to fuck with somebody. And I, I don't like that. So I just had to get that off my chest, off my right and my left. That's it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I think, so hopefully the takeaway from today is that before you participate, like we said, check your triggers, number one, and then put yourself in the other person's shoes. How do you learn? Make sure you're sending that same uh, style of teaching mm-hmm. <laughs> as you would wish if it were you because I think one thing we always talk about on the show is emotional intelligence and the internet is struggling with that concept because people are just having a lot of fun but it's sometimes I think the fun can be at the cost of people actually learning a valuable lesson that matters a lot more than them just being joked on for the day you're right you know and if that's what we're trying to get accomplished with call out culture then let's make it be that you know i just think it just hurts me when i see people getting killed slaughtered i'm just like come on that's why they need to just bust them in the mouth (laughs) in the first damn place (laughs) that's what you do Telling That's you. the problem. People they just trying to bust in the keyboard. They just like right. See, tap, wasting tap, time. Tap, tap, tap. And a lot of people just be bored too. Yes. The, which the I boredom, think we forget. That's boredom why I stopped reading. Trouble. That's why I stopped reading comments. I'm like, you're bored. Like you're you don't need. Bored. You just want to be tell part sometimes. of it. Yeah. So I'm just like, I can't read through. All what do they this. say? Idle time is the devil's playground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you get in a good one, I will like dap you up. You know, but I've always said that. I've always said if someone comes at me, just make it funny because it's not. When it's good, it's... I've heard some stuff that I even had to laugh. I was like, okay, you got me good. You got yeah. me good. And you know what? <laughs> I can't even be mad at you right Like now. how I crack jokes and shit, there has been people who crack them back and we go and back and fun. forth and it's funny yeah. and we end up following each other and being like Twitter and that's friends. that. Like we joined, shout out to Cleverly <laughs> Chloe uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Chloe, you my girl. <laughs> like we gonna work together at everything. I actually remember that. You remember you, that You friend? guys were going in on each other, yeah. but then it turned into a friendship. But now you yeah. retweet each yeah. other's like shows. <laughs> we do. I love her. We've met in person. See, like that's everything. How it should yeah. Be. Hey, Chloe Boo. <laughs> oh, y'all understood each other. <laughs> can be friends well hopefully that was helpful now let's jump into this week's wellness segment um first of all last week's wellness segment i really loved how into it all of you (laughs) i don't know how that site didn't crash we sent this so much traffic and i love that you guys uh, were into it and took it and sent it to your friends and coworkers and your lovers that really excited me because it made me happy that you guys are so trustful of the information um, I'd say 99% of you say it, said that the information resonated. Yes. It was totally accurate. A lot of you were like, what, am I being watched? What the <laughs> fuck? Like, who wrote this? Are y'all no, playing? Seriously, seriously there <laughs> right? are some questions that need to be asked and answered about that site. Scary like, who gave accurate. them the science? <laughs> right. How did yeah, they know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do I get information? Okay. okay. <laughs> so I'm glad that you guys enjoyed that. I enjoyed seeing the excitement surrounding it and knowing that you guys are now interested. A lot of you said you were going to buy the books about your particular coding. So I'm happy that we can be the catalyst for your self-discovery. I kept thinking, I'm sorry. No, good. I, I kept thinking everybody's personality type was making the band too. Remember the, the letters for making the band too? Can be an MTB, the number two. So when I kept seeing everybody's personality, I'm making the band too. That's what I kept thinking. That's all. Go ahead. So. Only Yo, oh, I'm sorry, friend. Go ahead. No, he's not. 
So, right. So, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, we have done a pretty good job, I think, of... Making the band, too. Making... <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I'm I'm giving you guys um, different tips to kind of cover the holistic aspect of wellness, which you guys know means all the elements, emotional, spiritual, physical, mental. We want to make sure that it's a well-rounded wellness. So I thought, what has been missing since I was thinking back to all the previous episodes? And I realized we have not really gotten into fitness. Not so much me telling you to do five crunches or five of these or five squats. Not, Not so much that type of fitness but more so uh fitness that uh is holistic and integrates all of the elements to make sure that everything we have been discussing is starting to resonate and making sure that you're feeling it in your body as well not just in the mind not just in the spirit so Mm. i thought what's a good way to bring all of those things together because a lot of you guys have been saying yo the stones are really working the acv is working i'm feeling good i haven't been sick you know uh the journaling is feeling good so i'm like okay well let's bring the body into it fitness you know all the fitness gurus we've discussed this before we'll have you guys at the gym lifting cars and trucks and that's cool and all but (laughs) i also know that a lot of you are home there's a spectrum there's the people that go super hard in the gym and then there are the people that are completely disconnected with their bodies because it can either be that their work schedule is just too much uh their life is just a lot a lot of you have a lot of kids or husbands or big families that you put ahead of yourself which we're, a lot of us are guilty of and you may have not been uh you know taking care of yourself in a in a way that has to do with your physical so i thought what's a good way to find that gray area where we're not sending you to the gym to go lift weights but we're also helping you get up off the couch and kind of uh getting back into the routine of slowly remembering that you have a beautiful body that has to feel Aside from Sorry. that. <laughs> I did think you was about to start talking about sex. <laughs> no, I was so, not. I'm about to time for Valentine's Day. I'm okay, like, she about to tell us some holistic sex shit. Okay, she about to tell us how to make the lube. I was like, I okay. didn't know this was coming. So or it's just no. a natural way to move or something. I don't know. Go ahead, No, friend. the gray area. I know a lot of you are not fans of yoga because you a lot of you people, be, a lot of people say that's white people shit, friend. And I'm like, yeah. I understand. I get it because... You know, that's all we usually see when you see who's doing yoga. Mm-hmm, it's the mm-hmm, little mm-hmm. white girls and their mm-hmm, ponytails. Mm-hmm, yep. But here's the thing. I'm not telling you to go out to put it this way. What if I told you that there's a yoga camp that's free and that you don't have to leave your house and that you don't have to put yourself in pretzel poses and in a hot room that's 104 degrees? None of that. This is all you just getting up from your couch putting on whatever makes you feel good, you feel beautiful and comfortable, rolling out your mat. And this is a practice that has to do with how you feel and you can take your own time. It's a nice at-home practice. It's a 30-day challenge. And it's for all levels. The videos are only 25 minutes long. Some of them Mm -hmm. are 30 minutes. So it's not this like grueling thing. It's on YouTube? Yes. And it's a restorative yoga which means it's not going to have you super, super sweaty and feeling crazy where you're going to be dropping to the ground like, Fran, what the hell? (laughs) I don't do this. But it's more so a time for you to remember that you need to take out time in the day to feel your body. 
to really stretch, get your blood flowing, get that circulation going. All these remedies for your skin and your hair and the ACV and keeping you healthy, that's all beautiful. And the stone's giving you energy. But what about the body, you know? And this has nothing to do with weight. This has nothing to do with your waist being snatched and all the pressure that the internet creates for what your body looks like. I'm asking you to drop all those expectations and just simply make sure that you are stretching yourself, that you're challenging yourself, that you're feeling good, and that you're remembering that your body needs some attention too. A couple nice stretches in the morning. You could do it at night, maybe before bed. It's up mm. to you what the schedule is. But I just really want people to remember that their bodies are beautiful as is. And fitness doesn't have to be this scary depressing triggering thing that we've all made it to be online it can be a way sorry to sound cheesy but to connect you back with you so you can just breathe easier a lot of us have a lot of pent-up old energy whether it's old relationships things with your yeah, parents yeah and when you move and stretch you'd be surprised i'm not saying that's gonna heal any of it but it shifts it. It gets it off your chest. It removes the heaviness. It allows you to breathe. So when you step outside, you almost have like, you know, you feel like life is just a little bit easier because you give yourself that 30 minutes. And imagine if you do that every day. Imagine if you do that for 30 days straight. You'd be surprised how your spirit is going to improve. Your body improving is just a perk. You know, because at the end of the day, fitness should be how you are feeling better about yourself from the inside. And then all the weight and all the other things, that's just the perk of giving yourself time and showing up for you every day. So I, with all that said, I want you guys to join Yoga with Adrian's 30-day yoga camp. It was in January, but I wanted to do it first before telling people to do it because I wanted to see if it was something that I thought was going to be too strenuous. But it's really restorative. It's peaceful. At first, I was like, God, this is too easy. But then I caught myself and was like, no, this is actually great because fitness doesn't always have to be this aggressive, (laughs) sweat-inducing things. It was just nice to have that 30-minute where I was extending my legs, stretching my arms, opening my chest, and just breathing and feeling like, this is cool. This is nice. By the end of it, you're laying on your mat, and you're just proud that you gave yourself that time. I feel the same way about masturbation. (laughs) 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 But it's that same high. It is. You know? It it is. So I want you guys to go. Every day, before (laughs) you go to bed or when you get up in the morning. Yeah, one of the two. And at the end of it, you really do lay on your mat and feel proud that you yeah. gave yourself the time friend <laughs> so you want to start the day you know confidence booster one you know bed. <laughs> if you do it in the morning it can be a great way to get that juice flowing so when you get to work you'll be a little bit nicer to everybody so you did all 30 Precisely. days last night. i did i'm doing it or you can do it I'm at night that. to kind of get rid of the day whatever energy of your co-workers whoever was talking to you I'm in your tonight. ear the I'm... internet all of it just get it off then you go take that hot shower lotion your body up get Ooh. in the bed yo let me tell you your sleep is gonna be so good when you just show up for yourself so that's what i wanted to contribute as the wellness segment like i said you go on youtube it's yoga with adrian except she spells her name a-d-r-i-e-n-e and you can just type that into the browser or just write youtube.com forward slash yoga with adrian you'll see that there's a playlist you can click on playlists on her channel and you'll see yoga camp 30 days already laid out. You can start tomorrow. You can start 
today, whatever it suits you. And I think the beauty of it is you don't have to follow a calendar. I just want you to do it for 30 days straight so that you can see how good it is to just like we said, show up for yourself, do something for you and connect with God in that moment, connect with yourself. And I think it's going to feel really nice. I just want you guys to try it. Maybe yoga isn't your thing. And maybe this can start cultivating a nice at-home yoga practice that will make help you venture out and maybe take a class, you know, do it with your friends. So yes, everything with the, with the friend zone is to, to challenge you and push you to try new things, right? You guys have been trying ACV and all kinds of crazy remedies. So remember, this one's for your body and for your mind and your spirit. So hopefully you guys will be into it. I did it and it feels so good, which is why I was like, you know what? I want to share that with them and make sure that they're taking care of themselves. So Yoga with Adrian, 30-day yoga camp, show up for you. I hope you guys love it and give us feedback. Let us know when you're starting, if you did it already. And maybe I can get Dustin and Asante to do it, no, too. No, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I think it's so dope. That, oh, it's that, so that, that's nice. You know thing. what? That's dope. We and might do it free. together because I've decided, I've already had it mapped out in my head. It's going to be trap yoga, pl- get real lit, <laughs> play play the jams, and that's have Adrian on low and watch. I'm telling you. It's going to be so lit. And I it's, can't and wait. And like I said, it's restorative, so... It's more so of just getting the circulation going in your body. So don't be scared thinking she's going to have you doing some upside down shit that you can't do. It's all, all levels can do it. If you're a veteran yogi, it's nice for you to kind of slow your day down. If you're a beginner, it's it's a nice way to get into a new practice. So either way, I think it's going to work for everybody. And if you're injured or have knee problems, all of that, this is a really healthy way to get your body moving slowly and just taking care of yourself. So you'd be surprised how many ailments just getting 30 minutes of circulation throughout the day, just movement, sweat, all of that will get rid of high blood pressure, diabetes. You'd be surprised just the movement and that combined with the health remedies that we have every week. Like, I'm telling you. Hi, I'm Dustin and I'm black. I'm here to talk to you about Bevel, which was created by Tristan Walker, who was also black and a young entrepreneur who saw a void in the health and beauty market. His goal was to make health and beauty simple for people of color, a.k.a. blacks. He designed from the ground up a smooth, bump-free shaving system, and he named it Bevel. Bevel's end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave oil, badger brush, safety razor, blades, shaving cream, and a cooling, restoring balm. Up to 80% of black men like me, and black women even, struggle with razor bumps. And up to 30% of all of those black men and women encounter razor bumps as well. Clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation, there's a reason that 9 out of 10 Bevel customers come back month after black month. Again, I'm here to introduce you to Bevel, the first and only shaving system for black men and women with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Make sure you log on to GetBevel.com today and use code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B as in black, E-V-E-L.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Every month, there's a different theme, and all items are curated around that theme. Themes are inspired by major movie and video game releases, as well as pulling from pop culture franchises we all know and love. Previous crates have included items from Star Wars, 
Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. But make sure to head to www.lootcrate.com friendzone and enter code friendzone to save 10% on any new subscription. And now let's get back to the show. Now let's jump into the icebreaker. Asante, what do you have for us? All right. Icebreaker. And so for not this- the gum, punk! Well, why not? What's wrong with the icebreaker gum? That cheap-ass, watered-down-ass gum. Icebreaker gum. Icebreaker is the the Hyundai of... Well, never mind. We can't say that. I used to drive a Hyundai. We love you, Hyundai, in case you want to sponsor. Okay, (laughs) because that Kevin Hart Hyundai commercial was real cute for the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't see. Oh, you you should see it. I'll I'll YouTube it. (laughs) It's actually like a a good black marketing commercial. Like, they're not doing all that extra shit. Like, his uh, daughter's going out on a date, and he's like, oh, here, you can borrow my car. And it's Kevin Hart following this nigga around. <laughs> and that shit looked nice for a Hyundai. I was like, my Hyundai did not look like this. That would be the homework for all of us, because I definitely didn't see that. We'll YouTube that. Super Bowl, I was watching. Okay, so for this week's icebreaker, I was wondering what your favorite Nickelodeon show was growing up. Oh, man. Double Dare, hands down. Double Dare? Double Dare was my shit. I, and now that was hard for me because you also had Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes. But Double Dare was my, like, uh, think about it. Y'all know I love pancakes. And remember they used to have them <laughs> giant pancakes? <laughs> yes. And you had to jump in there and, like, find the flag or Who some shit. Who was the host of that? I, Mark something. It was Mark. Mark Summers. Was that his name? I think his name was Mark uh, Summers. Well, who was the woman, though? Not Double Not no, Not Double Dare. Maybe Double D, but not Double, <laughs> not, not Double, no woman host on Double D. It wasn't. No, His you're name right. was like Mark I'm Summers. I'm thinking of think. that, the woman. I think it was Su- Suzanne Summers used to host something else on there, but nonetheless. Well, that. What about you? What were all the Nickelodeon shows? Okay, so like, I don't remember, remember Mr. Wizard. From, oh, Mr. Wizard was hot. Oh, Am wait, I that oh, much older than Well, no, so, no. <laughs> hey, dude. Do you remember? Oh, I Did remember you, Hey Dude. Um, <gasps> hey Dude. Hey Dude was good, like on this Cowboy Ranch. Friend, remember? <laughs> oh, shit. Let me what see. Did, okay, well, what did you watch? Do you remember any of the shows on Nickelodeon? Do you remember any of the shows? You had a TV What about, like, Salute now. Your Shorts? Salute, yes, yes, Salute Your yes. Shorts. Yes. I remember that. Yes. What, wasn't there one, like, it was like, um... And, you know, of course, all that was up there. Uh... Uh, it was like scary stories. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? I think that might be my favorite. Are you afraid of the dark was good because it actually was scary. Yeah, I think that might be my favorite. You know, I can't even watch the thriller video now. So I I ain't fuck with Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I remember it though. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. What were the other ones? Because maybe I'm just not remembering. There used to be like blocks of shows, but that's what I was like, all that used to be on there, which was probably my favorite. Um, See, I was like an old soul because I was watching like... I love Lucy black and white reruns <laughs> and shit. Sitcoms no, though, like sitcoms. I watched sitcoms, but I was little and I used to watch like Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I did watch What Twilight was that show Zone. where the guy's son had been killed, so his whole life he spent it like looking for America's Most Wanted. That's yeah. what, Like I watched shit like that. <laughs> First 48. Cops. Cops. Was yeah. Cops was the shit. Law and Order. You were a child watching that. Cops was always good when black people was on there, too, because they'd be, like, cussing each other. Like, the best Cops episodes was when they would, like, go to a domestic dispute. Yes. And, like, they and, go, and they'd, be, they'd go in the house, and the people and they, still be going the fuck off. Like, I'm tired of that. Anyway, I've been dealing with this shit for 23 years. Sir, 
sir, just calm down. I'm, 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 I understand what you're asking me to do. All right, sir, just talk but to I me. I am for tired, a sir. Just talk to me. And then you hear in the background. Tell us that. Get take his ass out of here. And, and then they go over there, like, all right, ma'am, you want to tell us what's going on? And she start yelling at them. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn, these people right. are not playing. Cops used to be. This yeah, show. like I didn't. To be honest, I didn't really watch a lot of cartoons. I was always watching some. It didn't even have to be cartoons shit. though, because you know what? Nickelodeon used to have some fucked up cartoons late at night, like Ren and Stimpy shit was a fucked I hate, up. I thought that cartoon was okay, so weird. Okay, but look, friends, so since you used to watch like grown shit, did you did you watch any like nighttime soaps like Knots Landing or like Dallas and I Dynasty? I never liked soaps. Oh, you damn. know why? <laughs> because I grew up, my grandma used to watch novelas and all like mm-hmm, on Univision mm-hmm. and I used to oh, think they so, were so dramatic and mm-hmm. ridiculous. So regular ass soap ain't nothing. She, man, you, anyone who watched those Spanish soaps knows they be playing the telenovelas in the barbershop. Those ridiculous. So I just, had like a thing with them. I was like, this is awful. <laughs> I used to watch them and I didn't know what the hell was going on because I couldn't speak Spanish, but their expressions, their facial expressions and shit used to kind of, you could follow the story a little bit. You knew what was happening you could follow because the story. of the way. Like, the stories were always the same. It was always a girl named Maria who was poor, who was cleaning in the rich man's house Mm-hmm. Then she slept with him, mm-hmm. and then the wife found out, and then she became... It's always the same shit. I used to watch Christina. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to watch I used to love, and I didn't know what the show. hell they was talking about, but I used to literally just sit down. Christina, Christina was and good. Sabado Gigante. Sabado Gigante. <laughs> it was party time on that shit. I love that y'all know. Didn't that was like the soul ended? train. We used to call it the Spanish channel. With and that was Francisco. like the soul train on, you know, like for real. <laughs> I used to love it. I, listen, me and my brother to this day on like Saturday, we would get on the phone and we'd be like, like every, every, like, yeah. And low key, some of the shows on them Spanish programs used to be like the bomb. There used to be, oh, if y'all are listening and you watch, I'm assuming it's one of the few Spanish channels we get in America, <laughs> unless you have a premium thing and you get the there whole was, hundred there bundle. There was Univision and Telemundo. Yeah. That was the other one. Which one know. had the logo where it was like a red block, a green block, a blue block? I think that's Univision. That's the one I remember. So it might have been yeah. Univision, but there was a bomb-ass music show that used to come on there. And used to be the camera flashing forward and back <laughs> real fast. I used to love that shit. Like they was dancing they, on there? Well, no, before the dance, they would do like a giveaway or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck they used to be doing, but the way that the, like the editing was and they tried to make it super we exciting. I think it's funny that y'all watched. Wait, but did y'all see uh, Diano Walter Mercado? He was like the. He was. I feel like he was the first openly gay character on TV because he used to have these extravagant outfits and he would tell your horoscopes. You they guys all never used seen to look that? Like that. <laughs> yeah, they did. All the male hosts used to look like that. He had. He, also, he always used to wear like um, silver. They look like spacesuits. Like then, them Luther Vandross jackets. And he had like long blonde hair. You never saw him? No. Oh yes. I, I know. Like I his when you did your hands. Sorry, you guys, because y'all can't see me. <laughs> when friend moved her hands as if she was smoothing her hair back. Yeah. I Immediately, I know exactly you know who exactly you're talking about. Exactly. Everyone look up. It's spelled like Walter Mercado, yeah. <laughs> but obviously it's that's not how we said it in Spanish. But he used to tell the horoscopes, and I used to find that so funny growing up. I think he's still around. I'm not sure. So he was Shout the, out to him. The real Miss Cleo. Listen, he the was Spanish the OG Miss Cleo. The Spanish channel was I love lit. that y'all it watched was, that. Yeah. <laughs> it was another show. This wasn't on the Spanish channel, though, but it was this kid show called Zusha. It was like X-U-X-A. Shusha. Uh, you know what I'm talking oh about? My God, and it's it like was a, a big Brazilian like, show. Oh, that show was so good. And the songs oh used to be God. the songs used to be Dustin lit. I used Shusha. to love I used to love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> Prayer, you know what I'm talking I'm about. 
prayer. I, I used to be so excited, man. Oh my God. This is great. Because I love, so I love, it's so many TV shows. Okay, it used to be this other show. Y'all might not know this. All the Latino kids right now listening and dying. That's what's up, because I like y'all too. Shit. <laughs> Dog, shit. It know. goes down in the DM. Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, my Instagram is look at Dustin. Oh but anyway, my God. um, um, <laughs> It was a show that used to come on PBS too. On PBS, two shows. You know what? Damn it! We We're gonna talk about, about old TV shows. Okay, let's go. Okay, so we might not even do questions this week. We might just ride it on out. Okay, well, let me that was looking sketchy. Down. It was because sketchy anyway, y'all. Just keeping it real. <laughs> it, was a, it was a rough week for questions this week, y'all. <laughs> but um, there was a show called Ghost Rider oh, that everybody came knows. on PBS. <laughs> Yeah. When I tell you, with Jamal oh, and, that, and his, his, his mama his that worked grandma. for the post office, <laughs> was it his mama or his grandma or something the, like the that? The one that paid the rent. Yeah, and she wore, she wore. And I remember because she used to have a lipstick yeah. on and a short yeah. hair, and yeah. she always was looking at him yeah. like, "You better." Have to okay, she wanted to cuss. I, I used to watch it and be like, "She knows she." She knows she want to cuss. But every it's PBS, time. so she can't I cuss remember, during the day. I used to obsess over that show. I yes. Ghost Rider. I used Ghost Rider to be was so good. I'm about to find it on Amazon. I love mysteries and stuff. Like I used to read the Hardy Boys books and all that shit when I was little. Oh. I've always loved mysteries. I love that. And so Ghost Rider just it was like it spoke to me like for real. No <laughs> pun intended. It was like the show just it resonated with me. But I loved Ghost Rider. And then it was another show called The Puzzle Place that used to come with on. With the puppets? Yes. I oh remember my that. God. You remember the puppets? <laughs> yeah, Sky. Yeah, Let's get going. <laughs> Leo. <laughs> Don't wanna be too late. God. So it used to be this big ass house with like puzzle that. place with puppets. The puzzle place. And like, was it like two or three it humans? Was a, or some yep, shit? yep. It, I, I remember the little the peace police, the little green, red, mm-hmm. and blue people. Used to pop in that motherfucker yep. and beating shit. drums and shit. Man, that the puzzle place the puzzle used to place be this was shit. Lit. I don't know how I knew yeah. you were gonna talk yeah. about yeah. it. <laughs> I knew when yeah. you said PBS, let me put my phone yeah. down because yeah. I used to love that one. Wait, like, I got one. Come on, friend. I hope it's one y'all watch because it'd be awkward if y'all did. Oh, for no, just put my face down in my hands. <laughs> no. You ever watch Eureka's Castle? Yes. Eureka's yes. Castle. Everybody watch Eureka's Castle. Oh yes. my God! Everybody watch Eureka. Eureka's Castle, oh, friend. I, just, yes. I forgot about Eureka's Castle. Eureka's, Eureka's Castle, Castle was lit. Oh, my God. Okay, I got one, but it's not. It wasn't a cartoon. <laughs> but it was something I know we all used you to sneak and watch. No. Oh, you, no, <laughs> well, sneak and watch. In theory, <laughs> in theory, <laughs> in, in theory, I am about to say Wishbone. It was, oh. Y'all remember Emmanuel? They used to be on Cinemax like Emmanuel in space. It was like a nasty show. <laughs> Remember? Yes. They'd be having sex and some and weird stuff. shit. Yeah. And it'd be like Emmanuel in Europe, Emmanuel okay, so in look, space. Actually, no, I shouldn't tell you. You remember that? <laughs> it was like nasty. All I know is, <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, this was your fault. <laughs> we used to have like the premium channels, yeah. right? Oh, spice. Y'all had no. spice. Well, I don't want to get into the package she has. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, there was a little girl downstairs I used to play Barbies with. And she had two fine older brothers. Oh and so God. one of them, he used to come upstairs and watch the Dirty Channels with me. Okay. That was the story. That was it. Nothing sexual happened. Which I just used to look at it together. He used to just be there watching it. And I used to just be watching him like, he really likes this shit. Like, it was the TV, so it wasn't resonating mm. with me that he's, like, staring at these adult things happening. And I remember there being, like, a, the, it was, like, the sex show, and the man was pretending to be blind, and his wife was being a hoe in front of him until she he took off his glasses one day. <laughs> man. Yeah. It used to be some shit. Aww. Remember Cinemax After Dark? Remember Red Shoe Diaries? <laughs> 
Remember, Rich, remember real sex? Is it real sex? Real sex yeah. and, and taxi, taxi cab confessions. confessions. Oh my God. And Dream On. Remember Dream On? They used to show titties on Dream On, so we would watch it. <laughs> and real sex was always something crazy, too. Oh my God. That, that, like, they, the people always needed tans. <laughs> like they used to be looking horrible. Like they would do like like sex therapies yeah. and, and people making dildos and like it was really and interesting. like clothespins on their titties and shit like that. It was just weird. <laughs> but remember they it was a strip. This is how did this turn into this? I, I don't, don't know, know, but this is but such it was a, great a stri- episode. it was a stripper on real sex one time and hit, I remember I'll never forget this and all my family because my aunts listened to this show. I'm really sorry, y'all. Okay. But this is just innocent so things sorry. that kids do growing up. Okay, innocent okay. So they used to they used to, it was a, a stripper on there and I will never forget his name. His name was Slam, right? And they was like, why? They was like, Slam? He was like, yeah, sexy like a motherfucker. And that's, <laughs> that's the day that Dustin, that's, was, Dustin born. was born. When I saw, when I saw <laughs> that, I was a friend, I was like... <laughs> Look, you know, you know, slam isn't some Eureka. of his passwords. He just, he just Ding, get light bulb. change all of your passwords. Like for real, man. It was, it was the awakening. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the rebirth. Oh god, yeah. What about Mama's back. family, friend? I'm sorry, oh, friend. Mama's right. family. We need to just stop because I'm gonna keep going. I'm telling you, and Saved by the Bell. Oh, of oh. course. Oh my god, California. What was California uh, dreams. Yep. California dreaming. Yep, and USA High. Oh my oh. god. Did you watch USA High? I did. What about Rockin the original Degrassi? The original Degrassi, okay, not I'm the not, new one. I'm not Drake. that old. Like oh, the, in the I 80s? am. The one that came on the Canadian channel. Yes, in the 80s with Spike and them. And the, they used to get pregnant and do drugs <laughs> and stuff. It was like well, adult subjects, but like for kids, though. It was so cool. Well, you remember Degrassi. They, them niggas, is, they old. Like when yeah. they came back, it was about some old ass niggas from when they did it. Like I remember watching it in like 97, 98 or some shit and it was like, oh, it's older than this. I was like, It was like, oh, yeah, and it was Canadian so like you wanted to know if it was different over there so like you watched it to see how it was but it was still the same so it was like intriguing Ooh, I, when I was little, I was retarded. I would be like, like when we would go on vacations and car trips and cross state lines, I would like look at the ground, and like look at stuff just to be like, wow, so this is like another state. Like, I wonder how they do things differently. And shit. <laughs> no, so stupid. Like, that was, what the that hell? is not stupid. You know, when you're a child, like you're out, like everything. The wonderment. Of yeah, everything. the wonderment. Everything friend, that you think wonderment. you're supposed to be looking at is like yes. so enthralling, and you might be missing something else. And I think that's the cool thing about just being a person, like. Sometimes you may look at something and not see the whole picture, and you may go back and your opinion changes, and you find the beauty in it. Yeah, that's why we cut people out on the internet. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> look, that, that's why sometimes you look at something and somebody just want to read it, and you look at something and sometimes you just want to appreciate it. Okay. And now that you're saying Degrassi, shout out to Andrea Lewis, who played Hazel. Yes. She's oh, actually out. a homie of mine. That's what's up. <laughs> yes, and it's so funny, so funny to funny. walk down the street with her because people are like, Hazel! <laughs> oh my god I'm like damn a lot of people watch that show I watched it but you it. check her out on YouTube actually she has a YouTube channel she's really awesome on there so what she be talking Andrea about Lewis, on the air it's very self love you know energy she gives, She actually has a show with Issa Rae called Black Dope. Actress it's a web series oh yes Dope. yes yeah, I've seen that so I definitely suggest you guys check that out because it's really funny and she I think she did two seasons so far so um, shout out to Andrea speaking of love we do have a song this week. Oh. And I have to intro it like this. <laughs> you see. Oh, my God. I'm an Aries. No, I'm just playing. But since we're so close to Valentine's Day. Oh, we are. I figured, and I'm still staying in this octave. Since we're so <laughs> close to Valentine's Day, I figured, you know, our song of the week should be something about love and true love, you know, and, and just 
the, the foundation that you really build upon with people. And so my song of the week is Four Walls by Pretty Willie. Now, some may not know this off the hip, you know, <laughs> but once you YouTube it, you will find the number four and then the word walls. And this chorus goes like this. If these four walls could conversate, mommy would. They tell all about the love we've made. We we both know some shit, but it's good. It's about it's about it's about have, doing it, and it's a song that makes you on a hip roll and slow dance and like go to an old dark club and just meet <laughs> a stranger and grind club. and drink cheap drinks. It's great. But is this look a up, song that you would find on Slam's playlist? Yep. Mm. certainly is it's the jam and I guarantee you will like this song and it's gonna make you wanna go to a party and get your slow dance on so Four Walls by Pretty Willie that's the song of the week happy Valentine's Day add it to your Valentine's Day playlist you know what because it is gonna be Valentine's Day which is not something I celebrate but in the spirit of love we did have one question that asked us and I think it would be cute to follow along with Dustin's homework to answer at least this one question all right, so this one is, what do you guys think about young love, and what was your first love like? <sighs> okay, so who's going first? <laughs> you. I gotta. I have to go. <laughs> Not I, Seth the cat. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh God, like this is terrible, right? But okay, so yeah, so I was in love. The only the one time that I was like in love, you know, we ended up being together. I was we, it was like the first person I ever loved, 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 and it was so crazy. And we never decided to be in a relationship. I just woke up one day and we lived together. Wow, and that, is the, that is the truth. That's literally how it how happened. How young I was were like, you? Like twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> He's like last week. So you know, and so we ended up in a relationship. We spent some great years together, um, and a lot of people loved our relationship, and it was fantastic. And so, but that was like my first love. But that's a different kind of love from like what love is for real. For real, it's totally. It's a di- you, you're crazy when you're in your first love. Like you literally check out of life and reality, right. and you do things that you never thought you would do, and you lose your mind. So new love and real love is much more informed and sane and you just know the legitimacy of it. So it's different. And I've had great love since then. So Aww. that was it. So um, shout out to you. Yeah, that was a cute question. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, first love, young love. Um, I think, I guess my first magical experience is probably... Uh, what year was that? That had to be my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. I spent the year abroad in Brazil, and I fell in love with someone. Mm. <laughs> he was awesome. The crazy thing is, he wasn't—he was Brazilian, but he was there studying too. He wasn't from Brazil. He was from New York. So we had like a, it was crazy how we two people from New York would meet in Brazil and then we only lived like 5 minutes away from each other. This is some wow. straight up movie shit. For you to find someone that far, you know, from where it's just crazy. So we um uh, fell in love pretty fast. Um it was awesome. We like he playing guitar on the beach and <laughs> damn was, friend. I know and he would cook uh, Brazilian meals for me because obviously like I wasn't from there so I, he put me on to his culture and he was awesome and he was of course this like Rasta with the locks and you know just really beautiful and <laughs> I wish y'all could see Dustin and Asante's faces <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
enthralled. So being a junior in college, that was like a really magical experience coming from New York to be able to experience that for a year. And it was all amazing. It was amazing as you can think it is. And then we came back to New York and it all went to hell. Oh, <laughs> shit. Because we had bills and I was making more money than him. And then my music career was taking off and his wasn't. And life came at us fast. And yeah. the magic disappeared. But Ooh. wow! But when I think it was the Brazil aspect of our relationship, because we were together for two and a half years, the first entire year being in Brazil, that was really nice. And it showed me that circumstance is a motherfucker. Because yeah. <laughs> it can really make or break a relationship. And But we had our little bubble, and it worked when it worked. And I think it's nice to remember that part of it, just knowing that there's a lot of magic out there so as young love, that was really cool. I think that was a cool introduction to love for me. And um, there's been a lot of love after that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, you know, for those of you that are young, that are feeling hurt because you may have lost someone or something changed up, just know that it's there's plenty more to experience. It literally plenty. gets better. It does. It does. You know it what? That's better. so true. Literally everything. Everything. <laughs> Each component. <laughs> It gets better. Because you get better, so even it gets you, I better. I was just about to say, even yorn. <laughs> yorn. <laughs> even yorn. Yorn get oh better. Oh, my God. What about you, Sante? Oh, uh, damn. I was hoping you was just going to skip right over me. Nope. <clears throat> um, Young love. <laughs> Your you, first love, nigga. What's up? You want to know when I fell in love with hip-hop? Um, <laughs> I told you I always think about that. I hate that movie. So bad. Um... <laughs> So for my first love, it was really beautiful and amazing and great and terrible. And I cried and it was just one of those things where you just really had to learn a lot about yourself. Like sometimes you walk away from situations and you are just like, damn. Those are the best <laughs> and, ones. And, and that was what that was for me. It was at the time. And even at, even at some time later, it felt like one of the best and worst relationships that I'd ever been in. It was very, very hard to explain. But it was one of those things we had moved so, so fast with the person. You know, we were probably together like two and a half years and became each other's everything. It was one of those weird little things with the exception of I wasn't being completely honest in just like an emotional sense. And they just weren't being completely honest in uh, everything since. So <laughs> that's why it was like one of those things where it was like, this really was not even love. Like we were just in some bullshit. But it was at the time, it just seemed like so beautiful. So I don't even think that I've experienced real love yet. So I'm still kind of like a virgin, if you would say, you know. Aww. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Okay. Get the cherry, cherry pop. <laughs> Get the cherry, cherry pop. But isn't it amazing how the worst love can be like the greatest catalyst for change? Yeah, absolutely. Talk about a slingshot. You learn Ooh, so much. Lord. And, and it's literally Shit. one of those but things. But knowing that makes it easier to handle in a way because you just like, it's okay. This is a process. I, I was just going right to say, now. it's literally like one of those things. Once you have been like broken down and you've made it through the battle, like you're just even better for the next. Yep. And I think that that's the it's dope. It's the whole concept of the Phoenix, like rising yeah, from the ashes, like ashes just being the bigger and baddest you that you can ever be in any situation. Yeah. So, and I tell people all the time, yes, love is scary as shit. And it's, it's scary to be so vulnerable. But when you're by yourself, you're not learning. You're just hope, like, you know, closed up. And when you're in love, you're learning. And even if you're broken, guess what? You walked away learning. So it's almost a better deal. That's right. And that's, in the meantime, I'll take that. 
If you're not trying to get nothing crazy coming up on the Valentine's Day. In the meantime, Daisy. in between time. They call it in the meantime, in between time for a you reason. That's fan. all you're I'm going to say. <laughs> in the meantime, in between time. Okay? In the meantime, Love in yourself. You work your thing. Ain't nothing wrong. It's Valentine's Day. Okay, so here's what y'all should not do for Valentine's Day, right? Oh, Lord. Let's do the let's let's help everybody out, oh, right? And give them the Valentine's Day do not do's. Okay? Like for real. Don't nobody want no chocolates, dog. Like, period. <laughs> like, don't nobody want no chocolate. There might be people that you don't want nobody chocolates. want no chocolate. They I, they gonna <laughs> they gonna eat three or four and throw the rest of them motherfuckers away. That's how it always goes. Don't waste no money on chocolates. Buy somebody something that, like, you know they would like, but that they wouldn't think you would be thinking they would get. Or thinking to get them, I should say. You know? Mm -hmm. Something that they think you don't really pay attention to, but you really do pay attention to. Buy that gift. You know, even if it's a product or even if it's... um, <clears throat> something that they mentioned that they need for like work to make their commute easier. Some, just something thoughtful. The key to a good Valentine's Day gift is being thoughtful. Also, it's good to buy, you know, little tools and stuff, you know, little bonus tips, toys, whatever. But don't go overboard because, again, ain't nobody got time for that. It all leads to the same place. You know, all roads lead to. So just <laughs> don't nobody need all them distractions in between. Just set up things nice. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with a little pedal here and there. A Maybe some pedal. candles. If you do candles, go overboard. Put, like all different heights of all white candles, like smash them together and go all the way around the room or like all the way around the tub, go overboard. Don't put no damn tea light in the corner. Okay. Oh. Don't put the little tea light you put in the no. oil bar. Don't put that like, in the corner like, of the tub like and think you're doing something. Okay. <laughs> just, just one little candle on my desk. Don't don't do don't do that if you're trying to impress somebody and get some. It's not gonna work. Okay. Um what else? Just be on time, you know, don't be late for nothing. And spend some goddamn money. Like if you have some money to spend, spend it. If you don't have no money to spend, use what you got. That's what you do. Because we're talking about somebody that's in a relationship, so you know it's good. Or somebody that has decided to use what they got with somebody else. <laughs> so it's good. I you don't know? have any advice because I I never really cared for Valentine's Day. The only thing I would say is just stop it with the ice. Let the ice go. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so tired of that shit. <laughs> Wait, what? What with the ice? When people putting ice on you thinking it's sexy, yeah. like... <laughs> That's Spike Lee shit. Leave that in the 90s. Please. Thank you, friend. <laughs> I've Don't never... want no extremes. You know what I'm saying? I've never understood that. It's all wet and shit. Not, the, not good. You know, it's, it's bad I'll send wet. you back yeah. to the kitchen so yeah. quick yeah. with your little ice clanking <laughs> in the bowl. <laughs> oh, my God. Friend, oh they come God. in the room with a bowl of ice. Like, what you do? Just turn around. She roll her eyes and... Oh my God. This motherfucker. It just snowed yesterday. Here he comes with his bowl You can't even ice. do that right. Damn. The heat in my house is already shady. Yeah. We got the project heat on, and here on he comes with this motherfucking ice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so on that note, that, y'all. That is a great dog. We would love that to. Is, that is the one we will leave you with. That's it. Yeah. And Wait, the- before we leave, though, we have the Black Business Shout-Out of the Week. Yes, we do. And I have a really, really great one. <laughs> Black and Sexy TV. Black and Sexy TV is a, bl- a bomb-ass, like, company that I always talk about. 
And I, it's Valentine's Day. We're coming up on that. They've got some awesome programming. You know, if you're trying to do a Netflix and chill situation, <laughs> I say that you log on to Black and Sexy TV. They've got monthly subscription. It's cheap to just get it for the year. I think it's like 70 bucks if you want to buy it for the year. Support a bomb-ass black business yes. with a ton, like seriously, a ton of awesome black content. There's a lot of original series on there. Easter Ray has partnered with them in some past projects. Yeah. I mean, these people, they pull out the stops for us. So really just sit back, watch. Um, and support. You'll see some people that you recognize on um, Rumi Lover Francis, Andra Fuller from <laughs> uh, a couple of different projects since then. I can't name either of them right yep. now. Sex List. Sex List. Um, um, what's the one about dating? Hello Cupid. Oh, he- oh no, I remember the yep. names of the shows. Hello Cupid is a bomb-ass show to watch for the weekend. Just, you know, if you're trying to cuddle up with somebody. You know the creator commented. Did you see that? When we brought her up at the during our mash episode with the oh, read, the sweet. creator left a comment and said, thank you so much for your support. And she was like, I'd love to collaborate. So maybe we'd be on well, well, let me tell you something, <laughs> Black we, and Sexy TV. We will we will talk about that. Yeah, and we I will be that was black super cool. For y'all and sexy for y'all. Black so and sexy, Y'all baby. going ahead over to Black and Sexy and <laughs> going ahead and support them while we promote them because yeah. we might be on the team. Go to, their YouTube, <laughs> go to their YouTube channel, Black and Sexy TV, and also go to their website, right? Black and, and Sexy yeah, TV. And talk yeah. to them on yeah. Twitter. They'll talk yeah. to you on Twitter. Uh, uh, literally, guys, I just cannot stress to you how important it is that we just support each other. You know, Beyonce done did it with Formation. We all need to fall in line, okay? Get with some bomb-ass brands, promote them, send and send in any bomb-ass brands that you know. That yeah, you, you guys have support. been shooting us some really cool emails so, with uh, really dope businesses that I've been checking out, and yeah, y'all we, messing with my money, man. We've been looking, <laughs> but I just really have, like, I'm like, let me just go ahead and support them right quick first. because I, I know, before my favorites sell out. Yeah. Ooh, you did that, too? We're so shady. Yeah, we did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, we won't mention this one until next week. <laughs> yeah, next week. Every t- I always tell them I'm going to do one, and then I, I do another package. one. So, you know, we're going to do something real crazy and real cool. All right, so we just wanted to leave you guys with that. Are there any church announcements, Fran? No. Any church announcements, Dustin? No, I have no church announcements, but I will soon. All right, so you guys just make sure you listen (laughs) every week. We all will have some some church announcements, if not a stroke first. Praise (laughs) him. (laughs) Praise him. You're not going to let me get out of here, are you? I'm trying to be polite because I have to go home and play my video game. Naruto came That's out. That's what they you know call what I'm it saying? now. What is it? Naruto Ninja Storm. It's a bomb ass game. I'm gonna be playing Kid Fury. We're gonna be killing each other. On oh that. yeah, that's so funny. Thanks. All right, so we all shout out to Link. Oh hey to... Link, baby. Oh hey Link. If you don't know Kid Fury, got a new dog named Link. I'll be babysitting this week, so I hope to be calling friend or Dustin for help. Okay. I'm right and across the street. That's it. Yeah. Y'all be black. We be love sexy, y'all. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow and the day after that and any other day that you want to tweet any of us. <laughs> right. We love you guys so much. As always, thank you for listening. See you next week. Protect Bye. your magic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.